Hail and welcome everyone to the first episode of Hall of Bran. I am your host, Bran the Viking. If you'd like to follow me on any social media, I do have a Facebook, Instagram, and a Twitch.tv account, all under the name Bran the Viking. Today's episode will mainly be an introduction for me to you, an introduction of my perspective and personal beliefs of Alsa True. Alsa True is an old Scandinavian religion practiced prior to Christianity originating from Scandinavia. Today's podcast, I would like to go into my past, things that I've experienced, things that I've learned, and how I came into contact with Alsa True. I have been a, what you would call, Alsa Truar, <laughs> if you'd like to put a label on it. Um, for the past few years, I have been practicing, practicing Norse paganism for a good, good decent amount of time, and I can definitely tell you there's a lot of homework to be done in not one way is the right way. That's why I always want to emphasize and disclaimer that this is my personal perspective. This is not fact. This is not, you know, 100% to the T how it's supposed to be done. This is my perspective. So if you are a person that also follows also true in your ways and clear, you know, you know, close to mine, that's okay. You know, uh, it's all paganism's always been to me and my personal belief is always about your connections and what makes you feel right inside. Let's go ahead and jump into a time machine, guys, back into 1999. Okay, I was probably around the age of four, maybe about to be going on five. And I had the first experience in my life where I ever experienced something being like it was magic. And my youngest sibling was born. For, the, for me, as a f- four or five-year-old little boy, seeing a birth of life was like magic. So I know from then on, I was always interested in, is magic real? Could magic be real? So always from a young start, I mean, even the age of four and five, I had questions. I know that when I went to church with my mom and dad, I noticed that magic was never a part of the church sermon. I know that if anything of the sort was talked about in the Bible, magic was talked about very negative besides what Jesus could do. Let's jump a little bit forward. When I turned around eight, I had moved from my small town home in Texas and moved to another small town in Ohio. Big jump from being a Southern boy to a Yankee. No offense to either side. When I arrived in Ohio with my family, the culture shock was unreal. To see different kids and different ways of parenting was just shocking. Well, later on that year, my mom and dad introduced me into one of their friends named Bo. Bo had a really, 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 really decent tattoo side job that he did where he would do tattoos from his home. His artwork was really good. He, you know, never had any complaints. You know, I mean, I seen him do stuff on my fa- on my family. It was one of those things where he was a cool. He just a cool person. Now, as a boy, you know, you don't really have that, you know, judgment of character down just yet. So, we'll get into that later. But, you know, Bo had taught me a lot of things later on in my life throughout the next couple of years. You know, my mom and dad had separated. You know, they've been separated prior to me being born at one point. But you know, I noticed that through. Most of my young life, they were together. And anyway, long story short, he introduced me to a Native American way of life. 
He had took me, my mom, and my siblings to powwows, which are Native American gatherings a lot of the time that are intertribal, which means that the public and other tribes in the area are more than welcome to arrive and take part in the festivities. When you would arrive at a powwow, if you're a part of a nation, if you're a part of a tribe, normally you would have what they would call Native American regalia, which is a Native American getup. You know, a loincloth, a bustle, you know, maybe some leathers, you know, uh, sometimes people would wear headdresses, a lot of the time people would, would wear a, head, a hair roach, which are like the porcupine spiky thingies, you know, and it was a, a really pagan, you know, atmosphere. You know, when things were talked about spiritually, with when they would burn sage and they would burn medicine grass and they would burn tobacco and cedar, they would talk about these medicines like they're actually spiritual medicine, that they're cleansing, they're clarifying, they're, you know, that they, they bring peace. Coming from a small town in Texas, you already know, more than likely, that I come from a Bible Belt, and you would be exactly correct for assuming that. So, seeing this way of life, I can honestly tell you, the first impression that I had when I went to a powwow, I was like, yeehaw boy, I'm from Texas, cacao, cacao. You know, because in all the Western movies and shows, you know, what happens? You know, even in Western video games, the cowboy shoots the Native American, right? You know, I would say Indian, but that is not politically correct am i right i am right i am right on that one so that being said i have that was really taught a lesson that day when we went that you know that i have native american blood on my body and that day i had really thought went home and thought and i was felt, felt really bad you know for those actions you know who wouldn't feel bad right and you know i was just playing it as if it was a game well a couple years roll over and i kind of got into a lot of reading about my ancestral roots such as my Native American background that, you know, have been told about me, you know, have been told to me about my family. And so not only getting those strong ties, but I guess just something inside called me to more of a pagan aspect of a spirituality. So from then on, I just believed that I had a mother earth, I had a father sky, I had a grandfather sun and grandmother moon. You know, it was kind of one of those things where I was just a child of nature, which I mean, you could even consider being a Wiccan aspect of you know, a, a spiritual, I mean, a, a native, a nature spirituality, you know, I don't, I don't know, put a, you can't really put a label on it, you know, most Native Americans probably didn't have a, you know, a label that they put on their spirituality, but that being said, you know, I have been exposed to both sides of a Abrahamic faith as well as a pagan faith, and when I moved back down to Texas when I was around 14, so we'll just be clear of the timeline between the ages of birth and five i have moved around a lot and didn't settle down until we settled down in a small town in texas i started school and by first grade at the end of first grade we moved up north to ohio and i stayed up north all the way through maybe bounced back and forth to texas every once in a while but mainly stayed up north up until i was about 14. when i moved down to texas I live with my grandparents, and my grandparents are very, very, really highly Christian, like Southern Baptist to the T. Love them to death, though. And, you know, they never forced me to go to church, but it's kind of just an understood thing that, you know, they're going to be at church, we got to be there too if we want to ride home from school. <laughs> you know, it was kind of one of those, you kind of got to just understand and just go. So, you know, as I went, you know, my, my youth pastor at the time had really gotten too involved with the youth you know he was 
overly blunt, I guess you could put it. You know, every day before we would leave, you know, Wednesday or Sunday night church or even Sunday morning, you know, he would always go over the fact that if we're not saved the day we leave, that, you know, if I walk out this door, then I'm going to go to hell. So as a young age, I was just scared to death of hell. And so I accepted the, the, the you know, Christ into my heart and soul. You know, I, I really didn't want to go to hell. If this place was real, I didn't want to go, you know, but inside spiritually that just didn't sit right with me it may sit right with other people but for me it didn't so just to get by I, I accepted the religion and practiced it very rarely as in read my bible on occasion and then it got to a point to where i was just too invested and too curious that i just had to read the rest of it because all my life from the ages of 9 to 14 i was a third eye soul searcher I would go around reading multiple different religious testaments and texts just to figure out what they believed because I myself didn't know. Well, anyway, I, I practiced Christianity probably for a short period of time through my high school career, you know, between 14 and 17, and I kind of lost my religion at 18. And by lost my religion, I mean I just stopped practicing anything. I kind of just said, fuck it. So, I mean... At this point, I was kind of just like, you know, there ain't nothing out there for me spiritually. But deep down, spiritually, I wasn't sound. Later on, I began to watch different shows and documentaries about different cultures. And, you know, the Old Norse Scandinavian culture had become one of the ones and topics that I had watched. Actually, me and my wife watched it together. And there have been many times where I would just, I would get interested in it. Watching it, you know, getting interested in the belief, getting interested in just to know what's more of it, more of it it's about, you know. By this point, I had no clue how what I was getting myself into, besides the fact that I was looking into an old ancient religion. Also, true is more than just an old ancient religion. It is is a still thriving flame inside of everyone. Before I go any further, I want to go ahead and say one thing. My belief is that everyone who walks this planet, every human, has their own way of discussing their spirituality and having a relationship with a divine power in their own way. Later on, we'll go into more specifics of Alcatraz, how Alcatraz relates a lot to the Celtic and Scottish and Old English, Anglo-Saxon and Theodish type religions, how they all are some kind, somewhat intertwined. Um, if you'd like to do your own research, I'm sure you can find them all over the web, how they're just somewhat all the same. Um, just a little detail. Our days of the week, even, um, are Old Norse-related. Um, but then also they're Old English-related, as in there has been a Christian mustard put on some of the names. But most of all, I had really, really just, at this point in my life, you know, wanted something better, something that made me feel like I was at home, and that's what Alcatraz did. You know, Thor, Odin, Freya, Freyr, Heimdall, all of these names of these gods, my ancestors have called them by these names. And it took a long time for me to accept the fact that that's just kind of where I was going, because at first it was kind of like, oh wow, you know, Brandon, you're really going to let yourself feel and jump up on this religion train just because you think it's interesting. But the more I read about it, the more I did the homework, the more I researched everything, the closer I was becoming to it. And now it is just a part of me. There is a lot of people who never hear about Alcatraz, kind of like never hear about Christianity, which is very unlikely. 
but also true is such an ancient and old religion and heck it's even probably one of the lower on the totem pole of pagan religions that are still heard about today but believe you me also true is coming back people are returning to their roots and it is a beautiful wonderful thing you know i think that also true as a family whole it's just it, it keeps families tighter it keeps communities tighter also true was mainly about family and community in old ancient times vikings and norse people because viking is such is such an overused term you know i know that most folks who think viking they immediately think of the old norse people well not every old norse person was a viking a lot of them were just farmers the ones that went viking which was a a job you know if you were a viking you were a raider you did that for a living not everyone was a viking there were still people at farm homes who still practiced this way yes the vikings practiced this way but also the people at home farming practiced this way this spirituality as i said multiple times is a scandinavian northern european spirituality that's where it originates from. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if before Pangea broke away, that every place on every planet, or not every planet, but every, you know, segment of land, you feel me, had their own perspective of the divine power, which would make sense while it's something that's so old and ancient and why these names would correlate. Now, I'm not trying to get into a debate. I'm not trying to get in here and say what I'm saying is fact. I'm just saying it kind of makes sense to me. So, that being said, also true to me has improved my life, has made me more wholesome. You know, I can't really tell you, you know, that it's the right way and it's the one true way because, like I said, in paganism, there is no right and one true way. It's what makes you feel right. But like I said in the introduction trailer, that this is mainly going to be a place for my outlet for me to discuss heathen topics and my heathen perspective. And my heathen perspectives of also true, it cannot be the 100% right way all the time. You know, there are a lot of people who have who practice certain ways. There's a lot of people who believe certain ways. And that is fine. I am not here to debate. I am not here to argue. I am here to just openly discuss everything that's on my mind and on my mental and anything I would like to just willy-nilly talk about. But honestly, Also True has changed my life for the good. Just like I said, for a brief introduction of Also True, it's you know a kindred spirituality. It's it's really a family-oriented thing. You know, it, it's really beautiful to see other people of of the pagan community whose families that I see, whether it be pictures on social media, organizations that I do or do not belong to. You know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are doing wonderful and beautiful things as pagans. You know, it's nice to see that, you know, I don't want to get into civil riots and I don't want to get into anything serious. But I can tell you that pagans know oppression just like everyone else. And that is because for so long through the Crusades, through ancient times, pagans have been outlawed, pagans have been bastardized. I mean, it's it's sad. But it's nice to see that it's coming back and that people are returning to their roots. You know, whether that be 
African roots. Like, I don't know what the African people over there in Africa believe, like, whether it be Egyptian or whatever. But I do. I do know some Egyptian pagans, though. That is, I, I, I mean, let me stop right there. I do know some Egyptian pagans. It blows my mind that they still exist, that people follow still the Egyptian religion and or spirituality. Like I said, back then there was no label, ladies and gentlemen. There was, or non-binary, uh, you know, you know, I don't want to offend anyone, but, you know, to assume anyone's gender. Um, so I just will say that, um, you know, you know, it's, it, it, it's to me, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I can definitely tell you that for most folks, the folks that practice it and as a family oriented thing, you know, it's like every event is community based. What can we do for the community? What can we do for to better our families? You know, it's not about putting money in an offering plate. It's not about saving your soul. You know, in, in in pagan's belief, we're not meant to have our soul saved. You know, we're not born into torment, at least for our soul's sake. And I mean, I like I said, I don't want to go into a debate, you know, because I know there's a lot of people out there who know their information better than me and can probably pull it right out of the thin air and just know their shit. But I am not one of those people. I would have to actually sit down and read it, but I can definitely tell you from what the homework I've done and from the homework that I've studied, you know, I know it's right for me, and that's what's important. Um, but I'll, to go further on with the episode, um, this podcast channel itself, like I said, will be mainly me going and just rambling on about Aiden Perspective, because there's sometimes y'all, where I'll be coming home from work, or I'll be sitting at home, and I just kind of want to ramble, and I don't have any, I don't have anywhere to go to besides this or a journal, and I don't like writing that much, you guys, so... There'll be a lot of episodes of me just ranting. But please leave me any comments, voice messages, anything you'd like to leave me. Uh, if you'd like to email me, um, I will definitely be putting my email out publicly, or at least for the business email, for you to email me. Um, you can also contact me on the socials, um, you know, slide in, the, slide in the Instagram DMs, you know. Um, if, if, if it's positive content or, you know, constructive criticism, I appreciate every bit of it. Um, any negative comments or hate comments will definitely be banned and reported. Um, so please do not have any hate comments. Um, this is not a place for hate and for me to spread hate. This is a platform for me to spread information, love, care, and just a, a listening ear and a talking mouth. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, as of now, um, I have a few texts of that I own personally that within the near future I'll be going over three episodes of different places, or not places, but different texts about... Also true as a whole. It's going to come from a Viking aspect. It's going to come from a Scandinavian aspect. It's going to come from a scholar aspect. I have multiple texts that I own that I will be reading stanza by stanza of sagas. And I also, who knows, I may even go over the Havamal. That may be one long episode that I might do. And for those of you that these names just don't ring any bells, the Poetic Edda is a collection of stories and sagas about the Norse people. They are a collection of Icelandic sagas, if I'm not mistaken. But I have multiple that I'll be using, about four or five, before I progress to anything else. Um, I can't promise that I'm going to delve into the runes. I'm not much of a um, rune practitioner, if you will. I've kind of strayed away from it a little bit. Um, it's not a necessarily evil or bad thing. It's just it takes a lot of time and a lot of focus. And I have really bad focus, so... Um, I haven't really dedicated my time and sacrificed my time for it, but that's okay. Sometime when it's right for me to learn, so I will definitely do so. 
Um, but also, I would like to cover that for those of you who are of no religion or of a Christian background, just know that if, if you spiritually are not sound within yourself, if you yourself cannot say when you go home and lay your head down at night that you're happy with whatever you receive in your afterlife, then in my, my opinion, those of us that lay down and, and have no concept or open mind about spirituality or if there's anything out there in the first place, those who just don't care I feel like live life with no purpose. And if life has no purpose, then rules would be null and void. You know, there's no sense of order all the way through your life, and then you die. And now you're, what, worm food? That makes no sense. It would make no sense. I mean, but then there's the whole question, why does it have to make sense, right? Why does it have to make sense? I don't know, because it makes people sane, I guess. And you know, and if, and if that's what it is, then, you know, so be it. You know, that is the beauty of paganism, y'all. No one has to be right. No one has to have the right way. As long as you're inside, spiritually happy. Because I don't give a crap what anyone says. I don't give a care of nothing. If you're not spiritually sound, then you must work on that. If you feel like you've been guilted, scared, or pushed into a spirituality... That you have to practice that or claim yourself as that to make yourself feel okay when you go to bed at night. That's a problem. But for those of you who have never heard anything about what anything I have just said, please, please, please be my guest and do any more research you would like to do. I can tell you that it's a really hard task, <laughs> the best way to put it. Um, like I said, it's kind of like walking up upon a old shipwreck and a lot of it's like really rotted and some of it's washed completely away and you're trying to remake this shipwreck, you know, from beginning to end. And it's, it's quite difficult. You know, we don't have everything laid right out there in front of us, but that is okay. Um, but moving on, um, I am currently playing some music. I don't know if you're able to hear it, um, but there may be times where you'll hear music in the background and sometimes I'll have it loud enough where it kind of plays as a background music. It's normally the band Danheim, which you can follow them on YouTube, Instagram, and Spotify. Um, they have it, um, their music out where people can use it for their streaming and plat you know podcast platforms, things like that. So it's completely copyright free. But yeah, go check Danheim out, man. If you really if you're into that whole folk music, that whole you know Viking feel, you know <laughs> like what some people say Skyrim Nordic feel, <laughs> you know. Um, go check it out. It's, they're really wonderful. Um, I can also suggest a few other ones, uh, Wardrena and Heilung. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Um, I do know that Heilung, or however it's pronounced, Heilung, uh, is actually means healing in Old Norse. So um, that's kind of cool. But um, the purpose and the goal for me, for y'all, for me, for to explain this whole podcast, the whole purpose. And goal is for me to express my feelings in an open area where I can get my thoughts out and also 
perhaps have a listener listening in that may be feeling the same way or has felt the same way or, you know, just somebody I can help, you know, this, I know for me, when I listen to podcasts, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to to help me comfort and help calm me down, you know, because the, whether the ambience is just right or the, 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 to- the tone of the voice is just right, or I can just understand and completely understand where this guy's coming from or this woman's coming from, you know, it's, it's definitely a cool way to do, you know, communication. I mean, I consider it communication. You know, it's more like a telemarketing service. <laughs> you know, people just plug in their headphones and listen to you, and it's kind of like, oh, well, this guy's just trying to sell me something. You know, and I, that's one thing I really want to make sure that, you know, you guys understand that I'm not trying to sell you any religion. I'm not trying to sell you into any spirituality. I'm not trying to coerce anyone. You know, I just want to have a place where I can come and just be myself and discuss heathen topics. You know, I'm not really much of a big of a camera guy. You know, unless I'm streaming, you know, I'm not really big for staying in front of a camera. So I do like to sit down and record and kind of get my thoughts out into the open. So without further ado, I am going to move on to my next piece of subject that I would like to move on to. And that is going to be my plans for this podcast as in not necessarily the goals, but the plans because um, I have not yet set a schedule, so definitely episodes will not be going up every five seconds. You know, it will be um, more of a spaced out routine. Um, and when I get a good schedule set down, I will definitely post on all of my socials and keep people informed of when the podcast will be posted. You guys, I hope you really enjoyed the, today's time. Um, I, I'm not really sure much what else we can talk about uh, in the introduction. Um, I know that... For those of you who have any questions or concerns, please feel free to go to the social websites that I have given you about Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch.tv. Leave me comments. Leave me any information criticizing, you know, if I, do I need to improve on things, you know, could it be better? You know, that's what really this is all about, mainly introduction. This is even practice for me. This is my very first podcast ever. Um, I know that's going to be kind of quirky at first. You know, it's going to be going to you know. So uh, I got to work those quirks out so that way that in the next episode I'm more prepared, I'm ready, and uh, I won't be a bore. (laughs) So thank you all for coming again, and I really hope that you all have a wonderful and the rest of your week. Um, Monday is right around the corner, so may the gods bless and protect all of you, and and, and hopefully the gods and ancestors, your ancestors watch over your families and keep you safe during this coronavirus pandemic. And those of you who are essential workers, I hope and pray and Bless that everything for y'all stay safe, you know, and y'all stay home healthy and everything's good. So, again, thank you all again. My name is Brand the Viking, and this has been the Hall of Brand. Thank you. <laughs>